at this very juncture, Kwame, like it's either you want me to sound natural or you want me to sound upbeat. But you already knew that because you've been with me and my new co-host for like a whole season now. Can you imagine? This is episode 12. It's been a long motherfucking run. Has it not been? emotional. I know, right? I know. <laughs> like, it's the, it's the end. Like, my baby is going on a break. Even though, like, we took a two-month break when we were supposed to take only a six-week break. And I think I didn't care about that. But now I actually feel sad that the season is actually ending this time. Um, yeah, I feel like it's been, it's been a really interesting journey. Like, from start and, you know, all the stuff that we spoke about. And then having two new hosts with me as well. Um, actually, unfortunately, today she's going to be me and MB. MB, say hi. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, and we're going to be talking about the upcoming elections because I feel like it's a good thing to sort of like um, end the season on. It's something that everybody's been talking about. I know that people in the Abu Tree are just as concerned about it as people that live here in Ghana. So I just want to have, I just want us to have like a casual little discussion about it before we sign off for the season but before we do that i just want to shout out kwame asante and gcr for making all this happen power nine the criminal code fraudulent people people you cannot trust we're starting to see exactly how they operate they lie they cheat all for what in the name of 419 So me come, come on, come. So me, listen, listen, nine. hear them. Oh, one niners. One, eh? nine. Imagine. Four, Imagine the story. Eh? I beg you, don't believe them. Okay, so the first thing I want to discuss, MB, do you know any campaign songs? Because I feel like in this Ghana here, that's like, that's what makes election years bang. Because you know that, that every four years, honest, every everything is concerts, BBI enjoyment, everything. Because you know that definitely, definitely, election year, where in Yashi, even if you don't get anything out of the elections, you know you'll get a banger. <laughs> okay, a couple of years why. ago, yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry. Now I was gonna say, so a couple of years ago, last election we got Onapu, which you know was a banger. Then there was, you know, um, um, Lumba came and made one for, uh, what do you call it, MPP as well. 
So That's like this one I'm going to add. Yeah, chale 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 chale. Every every election we get a banger. Do you have a favorite? No, my favorite has to be Lumba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is a that is a song that I'll play in my car. Like, not even to, to, to back MPP, but to sing the hell out of that song. Yeah, because like, to be fair, I feel like if you get if you get Lumba to do your campaign song, I don't really know where you want the opposition to go from there. I you know, like what else? Like, what more can you do? Because where do you go from Lumba? To be honest, and you know, and you know the thing that even was funnier, the fact that even the Onapo, which was the NDC um, rally song, actually ended up being sung as NPP um, rallies so it's like it was it was a loss loss you know <laughs> but yeah I feel like Daddy Lumba Daddy Lumba and NPP are such a marriage made in heaven I can't imagine anything anything better like anyone else to make that song yeah honestly honestly and truly but um, yeah so that's that have you seen any like campaign, you know, things going on or marches or things going on around town? No, yeah, I have. Oh, okay, story, guys. So okay. the other day I'm driving around in East Ligon, and mm. when I say like, wait, hold on, MB, say, no- MB, hold on, say East Ligon. East Ligon. Yeah, <laughs> that's not how you said it the first time, but okay. Yeah, I know because like now, like, it's, <laughs> I don't know how I said it, but like I can imagine how I bare, said it. Bare slangs, you know. Bare accent, oh, but it's okay. So I was getting it don't leave me. <laughs> but no, guys, I was driving uh-huh. in East on and um, I'm like, why is everyone stopped in the road? Like they've stopped, right. and like people are running, screaming, like jumping. Wow. I in my head, I said Beyonce. Because to me, like the looks that I saw on no, 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 no. Listen, the looks I saw on their faces. No, wait, 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 Melika. Let me just say your full name, Melika, please. So you, <laughs> you were legit driving through East Lagos and saw a crowd, and in your in your mind and in your abundant wisdom, <laughs> you decided that it must be Beyonce. It must be Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> no but I swear to god guys that was me in the car like because what I saw on those people's faces you don't scream like that for any any like just anybody be there like be there. <clears throat> anyway I get so now I stop in the middle of the road but like it's cool because the guys on the other side have stopped too like everyone just stopped and it's like Mahama the NDC car and I'm like you people this this is the person that you're yep. screaming up like Yep. An NDC car? Huh? Yep. yep. That's that's that that's exactly Ghana for you. That is exactly The same person that you're coming late to say that you'll drag him and say that he's embezzling Ghana's money. It's the same man that you're like you're almost crying tears for on a on a on a casual Monday afternoon. <laughs> oh god. Casual, ca- casually. Casually. Wow. <laughs> yeah. See the thing is for me obviously because i'm not out and about as much i'm not really seeing you know a lot of action going on and i think also because they fear backlash from um you know the communities in terms of you know covid and all those kind of things i don't think they're going all out like they usually would do Mm. um because yeah to even not hear anything around my area although i must say for like, I think this was around September-ish. For like three nights in a row, 
some random car with a megaphone will come and drive by my house at 5.30 fucking a.m. Excuse Talking me? Look, hey. When Five I votes? That, 5.30 a.m. That's it. I should go and vote uh, for Nanado. Honestly, I, I, it, it was left with there. I would have, I would have run outside and cast them out. Because why are you outside telling me who to vote at five thirty in the morning? Honestly, all no, I want to no, do. We love you, but it's but that's yeah, not good. It's not good from you. Look, look, honestly and truly. And to be fair, me and Kasan, 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 me, I'm non-partisan anyway. I used like my family is all very staunch NPP, but right now I feel like I don't know. Both of them are pretty much the same. So right now, where do we go from there? Which actually brings me to the, to the next topic. So, um, I don't know whether you've ever heard of them, but hmm, of course, now that I'm trying to open things, my Twitter has decided to shut down. Yeah, but I don't know whether you've ever heard of them, but the EFL Fighters, the Economic Fighters League, which are basically like an activist okay. group in Accra who, um, you know, fight for social issues. Yeah, basically they went to go and hold a vigil when, um, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter was, thing was going on. And in support, they held um, a peaceful vigil and also to raise awareness about some girls that had gone missing, I think in Takradi as well. And basically, the leader was arrested because they didn't get a notice for, you know, protesting, etc., etc., etc. But yeah, that's gone. Um, they're now, you know, running a new campaign um, asking the, the Ghanaian civilians to hold their vote. Okay. Their theory is that both parties are essentially trash and they're cut from the same cloth and neither of them really has our best um, interest at heart. So what we should do as Ghanaians is hold our votes, not go out and vote to, sh- um, to make a difference and to basically um, draw the government's attention to the fact that we are unhappy with the way they've governed us so far. Um, and there's, there's, you know, there's, there's split responses because some people are like, yes, this is, you know, something that we can do as um, civilians since obviously protesting doesn't work in this Ghana here. Um, this is something that we can do to uh, create a change. And then other people are saying that, well, whether it's two people that vote or 50 million, as the, whoever gets the most votes um, is still going to win. So what's the point? So I just want to know what you think about it. Yeah, unfortunately, um, I, I'm I'm with the, the latter. That mm. I understand what they're trying to do, and I I, mm. I I believe them, and I agree with them only because we know that both parties, like both main parties, are are cut from the same cloth to a, to an extent, and they blame each other, but they're both doing the same thing. Like you're all embezzling, Shah. Like right. whether whether you want claim them or not, like mm. we know what it is. We know. Mm. But at the end of the day, saying don't vote, nah. Because as as you said, if it's just me and whoever that vote, that's it. They have a winner. Okay, well not right. like maybe three of us, you know, to bring a majority. <laughs> but right. you get my point. Yeah. So, yeah. and I think, especially for Ghanaians, the way I can see them running after Muhammad's car, it shows me that small campaign songs, small this, and you've won the Ghanaians' mm. hearts. So, mm. are they going to not vote? No, they're going to vote. So, mm. you have to vote also to make sure that you, you, you pick a party that you think, okay, cool, at least you're both 
even though you're both going to be embezzling the money or whatever one mm. of you may do something better for the average Ghanaian and that's what we need right now so I, I don't support that I do I lecture my friends all the time right now like make sure you guys vote like it's serious right. even though it may not directly affect us it does affect like the average Ghanaian and that's something that like it matters mm. yeah I get that um, I guess for them again their rationale is that in any case if let's say out of the I think there's like our population is like around 35 million or something like that um out of all those people, if let's say only a hundred thousand vote, yes, of course, a winner will be announced. But in terms of the way democracy works, that would like it would still be a phenomenon if that makes any sense. Like it would still be something that they can't like keep on the on the down low. Like conversation will conversations will have to be had um, in reference to why is it that the majority of our <coughs> sorry population decided not to vote for either of us and i think that's what they're going for but then again in the back of my mind eh, me i think you the thing is the basis of of that argument is that you assume that Ghanaian politicians have she exactly and you assume they're not Ghanaian, which they are because honestly truly i really do not think that Ghanaian politicians would really go out of their way. As long as one has won, they have won. Of course, probably if not in, if there's like a significant decrease in voters and a lot of registered voters don't actually come out to vote, it's a way for the opposition to sort of, um, I guess, appeal the results, which then will cause problems amongst themselves. But I don't know whether any of them is actually going to sit down and use that as an opportunity to be like, hmm, okay, these people have said something by not coming out to vote. So maybe this is a time for us to actually focus on them rather than our rivalry. I don't know that Ghana politicians have sense like that. This one that's John Dumelo is... This one that John Dumelo is standing somewhere telling telling people that uh, if if anybody comes and do nonsense, they'll beat them. No, like a whole like uh, M, uh, MP, MP aspirant, <laughs> you are there saying that if somebody does nonsense at the whatever wherever it was, you beat them. Like literally openly inciting violence. Are you okay? Like is yes, it not bad? Is it not bad how enough? feel about the election. You know, you know. Isn't it not bad enough that you were doing that creepy ass campaign where you were going on campus and hugging hugging small girls and all that kind of things, no? That one cry we what? Ah, you didn't Ah So basically John Dumalo thought that a good way to show his um you know, his how do you call it, his loving side, you know, to his constituencies is that he will go to Legon campus because obviously Legon campus is in is in Ayawasu West which is the constituency that he's running for um okay. go to Legon campus and you know because obviously as per celebrity go to Legon campus and you know go and excite some small girls do photo ops with them actually like hugging them and things and I'm like do you not do you not like like I can sense creepy. Do you not sense creepy? Do you not? No, like, no. Like it, it's only <laughs> creepy, and it's worse because I know that secretly, like he's won their vote, and that's what's even annoying me even more. This, that's that's one of the things, and things like that are really really annoying because I feel like 
we we and Kasa, we are very docile. Small thing, no. They were like, oh, this one. And then somebody somebody actually made a thread on Twitter talking about like the different um, reasons that he's heard people say why they voted for who they voted for. And then somebody said that somebody told them that they're voting for XYZ because he's handsome. Another person said that, oh, he looks responsible. Oh God. And I, and I'm like, are you people are you people really serious? This is why you're voting. This is really why you're voting. And so I don't know whether we would ever be able to get people to even abstain from voting, even if we thought it would work. I'm not sure whether we'd be able to do that because people vote for literally for shaggy reasons. Okay, literally so how are you the, gonna be what you on. described of like, you know, them sitting down saying, why aren't they voting? Like, it honestly sounded like a movie. Like, I was smiling as you were speaking. But Ooh. we are in Ghana. In Ghana. Listen, you know, you know more than me. You've been here longer. Like, you know them. Like, there's no way that's happening. Whether NDC, whether MPP, if it's three voters and two vote one way, they're in and the, they've closed. Mm. Whether you're tweeting at them, do you think they care? <laughs> like, See, that's, Someone and is that's, planning their new Land Cruiser. Look, look, look. And obviously, the thing that even pains me is that even the younger ones that are coming into don't seem to be doing much better, okay? And it's just like, right now, Christ, so what again? Where Everyone we, just where thinks government, I'm coming to chop. They've hit like, the block, like, that's what they think, yeah. Be like, ah, oh, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Let's not, let's not be all negative, Okay. For 2021, okay, whoever takes the presidential position at the beginning of 2021, in an ideal situation, what would you like to see them do? Like, how do you think, what would make you, I guess, respect whoever comes and gets that presidential position? Uh, in a country like Ghana, you know what? A few things. Mm. Um, I really appreciate what's happened recently in terms of almost subsidising water, electric. Mm. I think mm. that's something that I've heard people like speaking about, saying that that was actually genuinely beneficial to them mm. from from all incomes, which is mm. which is special. And yeah. I want to see education rolled out like fully. Mm. Like mm. that is the one thing in Ghana that I think only that will change the nation nothing else yeah. will like literally nothing yeah the ones that are educated from abroad will yeah like how many are we but mm. actual Ghanaians like they 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 deserve that and mm. I, i'd like to see it rolled out across across whole like school apart from yeah. university maybe that's a luxury which is even sad to mm. say but let, let's just you know baby steps yeah yeah but yeah that's me what are you thinking yeah um, I definitely agree with education as well because obviously as an educator I, I get to sort of experience where the discrepancies are and I genuinely, genuinely, seriously detest the fact that um, I am limited to mostly educating upper middle class children simply because most other people cannot afford my standard of teaching if that makes sense and then in the turnaround as well i can't not charge what i'm charging 
because obviously I am putting in, you know, a lot of work and I also have to live. And so it's just and like it's hot. It, it, sis, sis. <laughs> I cry as she fucking. So um it it's that thing where I would really like for there to be more investment in teachers and and into education and into teachers and educators having more resources so essentially giving us more money like it's actually not that difficult just just give us money like it's really not that deep give us the money that we need to do the things that we need to do and like recently um i've been considering you know chasing some grants for you know the education consultancy that i'm um, i just founded and miss menu's class um Lovely. yeah and but then all the red tape that you have to get around is so discouraging just to even kind of like get a proposal in front of the person that needs it that needs to see it and then once they do see it it's just kind of like there's like preferential treatment for certain people and not others and like i know that there's and and it really pisses me off especially for education because with other things i guess maybe because it's not my industry i don't feel it as acutely but i think like with with education it really pains me because like it's the one thing where you shouldn't be doing favoritism like you should be you should you should be lobbying for every child to get the best out of this education thing as they can and it's just like everybody is just i don't know whether you heard about this but there was actually even i can't remember the exact details but i think this was even under the mahama government where there was a certain scholarship rolled out and when they went to go and look at the list of recipients half of them were basically children of the elite and i'm like what the what the fuck well, do they need the scholarship? No. Do do you need the fucking scholarship? You do not need it. You do not need it. Like There's in Ghana people- here, let me tell all of you diasporas and that. Yeah, not saying that we all like have some sort of money, but please, like, how dare you even accept such a, a thing? Like, you have money. Yeah. 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 So like, on top of are you, are you so- well? Honestly, so especially with politicians, on top of all the allowances that they're getting, they're also getting essentially free education for their children as well. And this is like education abroad, though. It's not even in in Ghana. These are scholarships for education abroad. And it's like, it really, really pisses me off. So I think having somebody come in that does take time to focus on education and improve um, the way we, we teach and we educate people in this country would definitely um get my respect other than that i would say probably do the motherfucking roads so that a girl can wear her heels is that like is that too much to ask how can i be living in this in this i cry here for three years and i cannot wear stiletto heel because i'll be going one to one to know that my ankle will break Mm? i came i came to ghana to live my life i didn't come here to come and be crippled we beg okay nanado Hopefully you win because out of the two devils, I feel like at least you dear, we know you smalls. So we'll take you like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The devil you know is always better. So that's now what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. We're we're non-partisan, but we're kind of partisan. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, to <an> <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, guys. This this is basically it. This is the end of season one of the Boga Podcast. 
it's been a trip okay we've talked about everything from ghana independence parties in the uk with kinky being thrown we've talked about my first experience of me getting my ass eaten yeah we've pretty much talked about a lot of things but there's still so much more that we are yet to discuss and so even as we go on our break now we will be back in february and we'll be back with more content fun content and hopefully even new and improved you never know maybe in the new year um you know i'll be a little bit more funny and more beautiful because you can never be too beautiful <laughs> even though you guys can't see me <laughs> mb is there anything you want to tell you want to tell our listeners a christmas well, a christmas guys. message um no have a good christmas um mm. please stay safe because of covid make sure you vote i mean it yes. like yes. You, please oh be voting <laughs> Don't, it's not a joke it's not, it's not a joke and yeah thanks for having me it's been fun i can't wait for the next season yeah right okay guys um see you next year i'm gonna miss you guys but you'll hear from us again soon and i want to thank you i want to say a big big thank you like the biggest i know i thank him every single episode but like this is the time where i really want to tell you guys that kwame asante is the fucking bomb like you guys didn't realize but you may have clocked that we missed an episode a couple of weeks ago and that is because Kwame's laptop basically went kapus on him and he still came through to bring us an episode the week after okay like this boy has the the most patience with us and I'm gonna tell you straight away that I'm fucking annoying so yeah there's that um so yeah I just (laughs) exactly so um yeah big 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 thank you to Kwame Asante I love you for doing this thing starting this thing for me uh, with me and you know our little um podcast family growing as well I also want to say huge thank you to Cyril because Cyril was actually the first person that I pitched this idea to and he was like yeah let's do this and I fucking love Cyril for that even though He's a fucking nuisance. And he's so fucking moody and always has an attitude. But I still love him. And Donald, you're the cutest out of all of them. Lots of hugs and kisses. Yes. Right. So that's th- that's that, guys. Till next year. Bye. Bye.
bad boy, I will be lonely. Tito, 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 tito. Shut up, shut up, boy. Tito, be my boy. Baby, don't criticize me. Tito, be my boy. Tito, 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 tito. Gold Coast Report Production.